the college football experience, central Michigan Chippewa season preview on the sports gambling podcast network presented by win bet. Get started today and you get a risk-free bet up to $500 terms and conditions apply. Get the details at winbet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com and download the app today. We're also brought to you by Coors Light. When you're sweating out your bets, make sure to grab a mountain cold refreshment. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's literally made to chill. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. That's PropSwap.com, promo code SGP. Hey, what's up, you degenerate gamblers? This is Bill Burr, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, baby. Football experience, Central Michigan Chippewa season preview. My name is Kobe Swinging Dantabase Dan, aka Pick Don D. That's not a pick. This is a pick. And I'm joined by my co-host, former JMU Duke defensive back. Give it up for the burrito eating, sideline kiss stealing. Wheeling and dealing, Patty C in the place to be. Hi, how are you, pal? Let me give you some music. I'm gonna give you a little theme song here, right? Oh, yes. Get is called Oh, let's get the juices flowing. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. I don't get. Guys, if this doesn't get you jacked up, I don't know what will. They're begging us. Please have a party. Feed us drinks. Get us I mean, the college experience is in full effect there with the, uh, what is that, PCU? Oh, man, just everything right there. We're just coming at you. All right, just, I mean, let's talk Central Michigan Chippewas football, Patty C. How do you think they get down in Central Michigan? You think they uh, they know how to throw a good party up there? I think they know. Uh, yes. Are you kidding me? In, in uh, go to Mount Pleasant, Michigan? Look, everything's pleasant in Mount Pleasant, Michigan, including the Chippewas. If you're a fan of the Chippewas, I think you got optimism coming into the year. You could say, "Hey, why not us? Why can't we be the ball state of a season ago that won the MAC?" And I think when you look at everything, you, you, even the coaching, uh, Jim McElwain, say what you want about him at his, at his stint in Florida, the guy still went twenty-two and twelve at Florida. Yeah. I mean, there have been worse coaches at Florida at 22 and 15 at Colorado state, um, uh, 11 and nine currently at, at central Michigan, including he's never had a losing season here. Sure. I mean, 
uh, played uh, or was offensive coordinator at Alabama under some uh, during some championship years there. So the guy has coached his share of decent football teams. He's got pedigree. He's got pedigree, man. The guys had stops all around. I mean, from the likes Eastern Washington, where he went to and played a quarterback at Eastern Washington to, you know, Louisville to Michigan state to the Oakland Raiders and in, in 06 uh, Fresno state, Bama, Colorado state just stops all around there. Even Michigan with Harbaugh. Um, here we go. Let's let's. I mean, uh, last he missed, year, uh, Miss Lane Kiffin. I thought he was an uh, a Kent a Kiffin underling there, but Kiffin got to Oakland in uh, 2007. He was a uh, uh, McElwain was there in 06. So yeah, but yes, remember when Kiffin tried that 76 yard field goal with <laughs> Wait, Sebastian Janikowski? Oh, really? Just a just idiotic. Anyway, uh, look, you look at this team, and I know last season was played on a whim. Everyone was talking Mac's going to play in the spring. Once the other schools and conferences came back, Mountain West and and Pac-12 and stuff, they said, "Okay, let's quickly add in a little season here in November." And with that, Michigan uh, Central Michigan goes three and three. But I think you know, starting a freshman quarterback for those six games was key to get him that experience. And I think, assuming, I don't know that he'll be back as the starting quarterback. I'm talking about uh, Daniel Richardson, who started four of the six games a season ago. I mean, they brought in some guys. Jacob Sermon transfers in from Washington, where he got some burn with the Huskies. John Keller transfers in from Cincinnati, and uh, they have another freshman in Tyler Pape. So the the quarterback battle will be interesting in Mount Pleasant. I'm assuming Jacob Sermon's going to get this one. If I had to bet, uh, they do have ten offensive starters back. Their run game is really good. I played this a lot, and you'll hear this as the season prolongs with our DFS podcast. Uh, so for DraftKings, I mean, I remember playing some of these running back Kobe Lewis, 468 yards rushing six touchdowns. Also Mac freshman of the year and Lou Nichols, 508 yards rushing and four touchdowns. Once again, you see those numbers and you think, uh, those aren't great numbers, but you got to remember they only played a few games. Yeah. I mean, yardage per game. I, I guess I don't have that stat pulled up, but they played six games and they had two guys in the 500 yard rushing range. So well, that's they, not they, bad. they had the number 16 rushing attack in the country. Well, there you go. And, and number 86 passing, which makes sense when a freshman is starting, you know, for those uh, six games overall, though, the, the 44th best offense in the country, 41st in scoring. How many teams played last year? 127, 127. Yeah. So top third or so of the nation in offense. Not bad at Mr. McElwain, but the, the, the passing attack, which was trust me as a guy who watched a good amount of central Michigan games. That that needed some help, but it's a freshman. You'd expect that, and they were playing later in the year. Weather was a problem, but I think with Sermon and Keller coming in, and then like I said, just getting Richardson those starts, uh, I think that passing attack should be improved. And one of the few teams I imagine that actually rushes for more yardage than they pass for. I don't know. I mean, obviously you have your triple option teams, but uh, Uh, probably Ohio. I would think Ohio might. Yeah, maybe maybe Mac football keeps it old school a little bit. Maybe I'm just used to uh, you know these <laughs> SEC teams now throwing it around, but uh, yeah, I mean, look, the receiving core. Uh, Khalil Pimpleton is back. Twenty C led, led the team in receptions a season ago. Same with Jacory Sullivan and Dallas Dixon. So their wide receivers are back. O line returns four or five starters with all uh, second team All Mac offensive lineman Derek Smith. I look at the offense and really I think it'll go as they can throw the ball because the run game is there. They just got to find a way to to be more explosive in the air. That is certainly possible when you bring in those transfers. Defensively, on the defensive side of the ball, they're bringing back nine starters on defense. Now, 
you can sit there and, lo- and look at the defensive stats. 71st in scoring, Patty C. 27th against the rush, 120th against the pass. That is a problem. Ch- uh, together, all, the, all together, charting at number 82 in the country. Um, Bringing back their entire defensive backfield again when you're that bad at, in, at coverage, is that a good thing or a bad thing? That, that's a great question. You got to figure though, there will be improvement at the very least if they're all coming back for another year. Yeah, two of three. Uh, so the whole secondary coming back, two of three of the linebacking core, and then they get they bring in Marcel Lewis, a transfer from Michigan State, who actually played three games uh, with Michigan State a season ago, um, and he should be in right away. Uh, with those other two stud linebackers and then returning three of four on the defensive line where that was a stout de- defensive line against the run. Um, there's plenty of room for optimism here, man. What, what's your thoughts just on all that? Well, that was uh, when I took a look at first glance at this roster, I said, Hey, this team has, you know, it looks like a big winner. And I guess, you know, we're looking at our uh, prognostications from various sources here and they're suggesting that a, a 500 season is in the works. And I said, for a team with this much experience and this much production returning, you know, that was a 500 team last year, you figure, Hey, they'd be a little bit better this year. And, and really a coach that, you know, he was fired mid season at Florida. So if you take that away, cause they were three and four at the time, if you take that away in all of his years as a head coach, full seasons, three, four, five, six, seven, seven of them, he's, he's only had one losing season. And that was year one at Colorado state, his first year ever as a head coach. I, I think you got plenty of room to be optimistic here. Now Vegas is setting this line at six and a half. Uh, let's let's go through the schedule. Let's let's talk about uh, the Chippewa schedule here. Real quick uh, to talk. Oh, I'm I'm looking at the. Let me let me take. No, Rob Akers, their uh, or Aki rather, their uh, their defensive coordinator uh, joined in 2019. Obviously, the defense was the the weak point of the team last year. Um, his record at Idaho as the head coach, granted Idaho is a tough place to play, but 20 and 50 overall over a six year period. Mm. So uh, maybe the defense needs upgrades at the coaching position too. Uh, oh, yeah, but it's he's year one though. He uh, has been there since 2019. So this is really okay. like, year so, but that's even makes more sense of why the defense struggled though. Cause he probably didn't get you, you, spring ball. You didn't get, you got a shortened camp implementing a new system could be a challenge. That's true. That's true. But I get your point. Maybe Noted. we'll see some improvement here, but again, it's tough to to get a ton of. But he, it looks like he came with uh, or he spent time with McElwain at Florida, so um, you know the experience, the the familiarity is there. So you know, hopefully for the Chippewas, they're moving in the right direction on that front. Yeah, and like I said, win total six and a half, which I think they nailed it. I think Vegas nailed it. But let's get into this. But I will say this blindly, I was thinking over. Yeah, that was my first thought too. Okay, now out the gate, they get they're at Missouri and Columbia. It's a loss. That that is a loss. After that, they're home to Robert Morris. It's a win. That's a win. Then they're at LSU. It's a loss. Uh, yeah, those are both losses. So they're one and two, and then they're home against Florida International, which is a damn good game. It is a damn good game, and I actually think they're going to steal this one. Central Michigan—that's a far trip for Florida International. Give me Central Michigan to get it done. That's uh, still Butch Davis's outfit, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's going to be a good game. It is a far trip. It's early. Well, the, the weather and, won't be a factor. But and, and if you're a Chippewa fan, this is the one you circle is saying that we we got to come away with this one. Yeah, if you want to go yeah. bowling, these are the kind of games you got to win. I got them winning it though. I do too. Um. Then they hit the road back-to-back away games here at Chuck Martin's Miami, Ohio Redhawk squad, followed by at Ohio Frank Solich. This is a tough road trip. 
Yeah, it is. Um, Miami, Ohio was two and one last year and the year prior won the Mac championship. Yeah, exactly. Their one loss was to a good Buffalo team last year. You got to figure both of these teams are going to be, it's going to be a good, good game, but I, I would favor the the opponents in both of these games, especially yeah. on the road. I'm even thinking I'm a, let's just, let me give them one there. I, I think that's generous, but sure. I'm going to give them one there and that would have them at uh, what? Three and three. Yeah. Then they're home to Toledo. I don't have them winning that. I yeah. think Toledo's the better team. Toledo returns ninety eight percent of their roster, number one in the nation out of one hundred thirty teams. Yeah, I got Toledo winning that, so I got them at three and four. Then they're home to Northern Illinois. That's a winnable game, so I, I'm going to say yeah, four. And at four. this point, you'd have to favor Central Michigan. They were what two and five, or who would have? Uh, uh, they were winless a season ago. Oh, a season. Yeah. Ago. Oh, yeah. Oh, but a lot of right. a lot of close losses. Um, then they're at Western Michigan. Ten days rest coming into that game. But I still, f- I think Western Michigan's ahead of them right now. Western Michigan played a, well, they were four and two last year with some close losses to good teams. I want to say they lost to Ball State only by three, was it? And they had one of the best quarterbacks in the MAC, and if not the best, I, I just think you got to favor Western Michigan in that little game. rivalry game here. Where's that being played? That is in uh, what's uh, the town in Michigan where Western Michigan is. Um, oh man, fucking... I know. Uh, Mac, not Mackinac, Kalamazoo. Kalamazoo. Yeah, nice. Jesus, all of them get they get they confuse me. <laughs> um, so I'm giving that to, to Western. What who are you giving that to? At Western Michigan, yeah. gosh. Um, well, I I would say I'm at the same point here between uh, at Miami, at Ohio, and hosting Toledo, and then at Western Michigan. I think they go one and three in that stretch. I had I had them at zero and three in those previous yeah. games. But I'll, I think they pull one of these out. Okay, so we're, we're I basically then have them at uh, Robert Morris, Florida International. I, I, let's just say Ohio and Northern Illinois. So I have them at four and five, I believe. Yeah, with three yeah. games left. Four and five, three games left. Home versus Kent State, which I think Kent State has the the edge on right now. You think Kent State has the edge on Central Michigan? I, I, right now, now this is one you got to circle because this is the one that's going to make or break this win total. Yeah. Um. At four and five, Kent State three and one last year with two games scoring over sixty points, and in their loss, and they Sean, scored Sean, forty. Sean Lewis, one of the hottest coaching names going going on right there. So, is it winnable? One hundred percent. I expect this to be a close game, but I think Kent State's a little bit better right now. Mm, you might be right. You might be right. Uh, you know what? Get, you know what? Get, I'll, I'll take. I'll take Central. Then. No, no, I won't. I'll, I think Kent State's better than Central right now. There it is. One of three straight back to back. Even if if I gave that to central or to central, then it would be what? Five and five. Yeah. Uh, With two games left at ball state. They're not going to win that one. Probably not home to Eastern Michigan. That's a 50, 50, 50, 50, but I would favor central. Yeah. So even with that at six and six, yeah, you're that's what them giving them the Kent state game and giving them one in the back to back away from Miami, Ohio and Ohio. The thing about this is when you, when you think about each individual game, which is kind of how you have to do it, uh, they should be the dog in a lot of them, but looking at this roster and the fact that they were a three and three or a 500 team last year, granted at LSU and at Missouri, and that was starting a freshman QB. I think Sermon's going to be their guy, the Washington transfer. If I had to bet. Yeah, true, so. true. So that might even be an upgrade there. Um, I don't know. I, it, it suggests they should be better. I mean, we're lo- we're looking at them like they're a five and seven team right here. Uh, best case scenario, six and six. I think. Um, 
and that would be good. If if to me, if McIlwain six and six, and you're in a, you're in the the chimichanga bowl, <laughs> then I think you got to be happy with that. Yeah, I mean, as a Central Michigan fan, eight and six, three and three, and then a, a sub or a f- another five hundred season from. Uh, I mean, there's potential that they could have a really horrible season. Like, let them lose to Missouri LSU at the gate and then lose to Florida international before those back-to-back aways. And then all of a sudden you find yourself at one and five and playing Toledo, a team that I think will contend for the Mac championship. And you find yourself at one and six and, and all of a sudden Northern Illinois comes in and you know, you're better than Northern Illinois, but maybe morale on your team is down and Northern Illinois beats you. Yeah. Let me ask you this. I'm looking at a list of, uh, Central Michigan seasons off the top of your head. Where do you think this program? What, what do you think they should expect from a wins total on uh, an annual games, basis? Bowl games. I mean, John Bonamigo. Actually, I thought they gave him a raw deal. Man, he was seven and six his first season, six and seven his second season, eight and five his third season, three bowl games his first three years, and then one and eleven, and they fire him. I get it. That's a horrible year, but I just thought that was a little cruel. Thought he was a better coach than I thought he was doing a better job than what Danius was doing. Um, now Butch Jones obviously had great success with a lot of Brian Kelly's players. You can shake that either way, whether it was Jones, whether it was Kelly, but I, I think you should expect anywhere between six and eight wins every year. If you're a central Michigan fan. Yeah. I mean, you, occasionally you'll have a down year of winning three, you know, two or three games, Yeah, but as long as it gets propped up the next year, that's why I think Bonamigo should have been, Yeah, they're capable of winning a Mac championship every now and then. Yeah. But you know, this is not a, a juggernaut of a program and there's some stiff competition in the Mac. So I don't know if I'm a central Michigan fan based on some of the success of the other coaches, I, I'm hoping that we you, you're moving up into the eight win range, but it's a tough schedule Two tough sec road battles there. They have three double digit wins in their history. Win- winning seasons. Yeah, I'm sorry. Win seasons. Yeah. I, yeah. I can't and those talk. are all uh, relatively recently since 2000. So, um, or no, was there one before? No, no, no. Uh, the the ten win season was Butch Jones eleven wins actually in in, in two thousand nine, and then their other ones were in the seventies. Oh wow! In, in nineteen seventy nine and in nineteen seventy seven. Now they've had plenty of bowl appearances lately, so that's what I'm saying. Just keep it. Uh, I mean, Brian Kelly, the best he could do was nine and four. Oh, wait. Bonamigo was eight and five, and then they gave him one, and then he has a losing season. They fire him. Yeah, I don't yeah. get it. It is. Uh, but, it is. Well, one and but 11. But I think McElwain's a good coach. I think he's an underrated coach. I think he should probably be a power five coach. Yeah. I mean, he, he's done it at a high level before one and 11 by uh, Bonamigo. That was the worst season in program history. So maybe understandable, but he also had this, like one of the better seasons the year prior. That's true. <laughs> Eight and five to one and 11. What the hell happened? Uh, yeah. I think, I mean, maybe you just got to be patient central Michigan. Maybe don't put two sec road games on your schedule. I know you got to pay the bills, but give your fucking team a chance to not only go bowling, but build, you know, the program. But uh, I don't know. Is there any chance for a, a huge upset? Does McIlwain have that in him? Yeah. I mean, I actually think if they were to do it, it would be, uh, I, I actually think it would be Missouri. I mean, obviously Bat- Baton Rouge, they weren't that good last year. I mean, the They're thing right. is, I mean, they were five and five and needed a, a, a player throwing a shoe 30 yards. Oh, LSU. You're yeah. talking about? Okay. Yeah. They weren't that good. I'm saying they were five and five. Yeah. I still think they were so much ahead of central Michigan. They now, will annihilate central Michigan. Now Missouri, who I uh, we're bullish on here. Yeah. 
I still think there's a chance you could be asleep at the wheel a little bit. Missouri, well, it's it's week one. They were also five and five last year. This team hovered around uh, the top twenty five for a, a long time, which I couldn't understand. But um, I guess they were better than we we, we thought. At, at one point, they were five and two or five and three. So. Um, I don't, I still don't think that's a top 25 team. I think Missouri's, I think they're more likely to catch Missouri than they are LSU just because of the talent, the uh, discrepancy yeah. with LSU that there would be, but uh, it's going to be tough to go down to what is that? Uh, Ferret field. They did still want steal one in Stillwater Not that long ago. You remember that one? Was that the, the one with the laterals? Yeah, that was fucking beautiful. Um, So yeah, I don't know. I think, I think just be happy at six and six in a bowl. Game uh, maybe best case scenario seven five seven and five I think is your ceiling. I don't know, man. I th- there's enough uh, changeover in the MAC that, and I don't think there's that much separation between these teams. If he's a really good coach, uh, and he's got this much returning talent, and they were five hundred last year, I, it's not. It wouldn't surprise me if they jumped to like nine and three. If they if they won some of the games that you know we think are close losses, but there are a lot of other really good coaches in the MAC, so I think that they you know, from an X's and O's standpoint are probably pretty, pretty similar, if not better than um, McElwain. So it's going to be tough. He's got his work cut out for him. I mean, you look at last season. Now I, I do think the quarterback situation really benefits them um, because they had a three point win against Ohio. Now they did destroy Northern Illinois, but uh, they lose by what? Eight to Western Michigan. They win by eight against Eastern Michigan. They lose by 25 to ball state. And they lose by one to Toledo. You're right. May, I, I shouldn't say that the ceiling is seven to five. The ceiling is really like ten and two. Yeah, because you could win every other game, but if they improve and they get lucky, yeah, you know, it's not that big of a stretch to win a few more games. I just think that's a that, that there's a lot of fifty fifty games. Actually, the whole max schedule minus because that that's something else. They do not get Bowling Green or Akron. So to me, your this schedule is brutal because you're you're missing the two shittiest programs in the MAC. And now you're playing all, all everyone else Ooh. with the exception of Northern Illinois, which they I think both of them yeah. in the conference schedule. Yeah. That's a tough draw, man. Well, that's what I'm saying in Northern Illinois. I know you could say, well, they had a worse record than Akron a season ago. Northern Illinois was not as bad. I don't care how you break it down. Dude, Akron got their one, first. The, what a uh, Tom Arth is one in 17 as a head yeah. coach. Yeah. And, and only Bowling Green Bowling is horrible. Yeah. You go back to the non COVID season, Northern Illinois had, there were five and seven and really Really had some time. They almost beat Vanderbilt at Vanderbilt. They they lose a one possession game to Ball State. They lose a Miami Ohio who won the MAC by three. So I don't think they're as bad as as those other schools. So uh, tougher road for the chip was. All right, guys, if you're a first time listener to the College Football Experience, make sure you subscribe. We handicap every single Division One college basketball and college football game. Me, Patty C, NC Nick, been doing it over four years, handicapping all those games, every single Division One game. Never had a losing season as a collective. Uh, we've been winners, and also independently, we've had a winning season every single year. We're also way over 500 on our locks. We give you all that on a spreadsheet over at sportsgamblingpodcast.com for free. Yes, for free. Download that SGPN app because now you're going to need, you can just get it straight from the app. But also check out the college basketball experience. We love Maction basketball as well. And we'll have you covered with the likes of, uh, you know, all those schools in the MAC, whether it's the Buffalo Bulls, whether it's your Chippewas. We will have you covered on the college basketball experience. We talk college basketball year round over there on that feed. And we talk college football year round on this feed. So look, we don't charge for picks. We won't charge for picks. The only thing we're trying to charge you for is your kindness. Can you get over to iTunes? Give us a five-star review. Say some nice things about us. If you do take a screenshot of your review, 
tag me on Twitter at the Colby D or find me on Twitter. Send me a DM, whatever at the Colby D give me a follow as well. And I will send you a college experience t-shirt. Patty C is on Twitter at Patty C eight, three, one, give him a follow. And NC Nick is on Twitter at NC underscore N I C K. And uh, make sure you follow the sports gambling podcast network on Twitter at the SGP network and check out the Slack channel sports gambling podcast. A lot of fun there. So I got one little more tidbit for you, Mac. Wh- what's that for you? Central Michigan fans. Okay. Uh, McElwain came in 2019. So we're going to say 2020 is his first full recruiting cycle. Went a little Florida heavy. In fact, more players from Florida than Michigan. 115th nationally. Since then, he's brought it home, finished 87th last year in recruiting, and this year he's sitting at number two in the MAC. And this year he's sitting at number 62 nationally and number one in the MAC currently. So maybe McElwain has it pointing in the right I direction. I like it. Give him I like some time, it. folks. Give him some time. Let him do his thing. All right. This is the college football experience, Central Michigan Chippewa season preview. You better start thinking about yours. Anyway, I-